What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Comedic Energy, and this is Dirty Mouth Radio. Dirty Mouth Radio, produced by Livewire Sound and Entertainment. We got a special guest in the building. I'll let everybody introduce themselves right now. It's your girl, Golden. It's Shardae. Your boy, Corey. Special guest, introduce yourself, sir. Dave Mac, owner, operator, head brewer of Mac Brewing Co. Oh, uh, oh. yeah, that's hefty. That's hefty. Uh, yeah, that's hefty. That's a heavy title. Damn right, hey, man. My man got like the strong like shoulders to, to hold that shit up, though, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, we are uh, moving and grooving out here in Philly. Oh, uh, mm. shit. Where we at in Philly? Uh, we in West Philly right now. Um, so right now we don't have a brick and mortar location. We're pretty much uh, contract building, and then you know we get our stuff out online. Um, you know, order a sticker. Sticker mm-hmm. comes with a gift. You know, kind of like how DC do with the T-shirts in the yeah, eighth. Yeah. <laughs> order the sticker <laughs> comes with the free gift. Because um, as we're still building up funds to get our brick and mortar location. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm one of three in the state of Pennsylvania. Really? Nice. One, hold on. One of three nice. black breweries or just breweries in, in general? Black, one of three black breweries in wow. Pennsylvania. Wow. In Pennsylvania? In Pennsylvania, yes. Damn. What other areas are y'all looking to, uh, to, to branch out to? Um, well, I mean, you know, the model is, you know, we, we, we brew beer that's give me a joy anywhere, anywhere. We got a footprint anywhere. I, I, okay. I've seen my beer in Maine. I've seen it in San Antonio. I've seen it in San Francisco. That's fire, bro. We can get it to you. That's not the problem. Uh, okay. We can get it to you. Yo, y'all better holler at him now. <laughs> Catch him now. Because you you, right now you can see him. A, a few years we probably ain't gonna see you nowhere. Hey, you gonna, man, we gonna you see you. Or... Damn, it would have been perfect. Be sitting, out here in Houston, man. You gonna be sitting with Warren shit, Buffett, you know? Hey, hey, yeah, man. I bring it down here for the, the yeah for the rodeo, man. For the rodeo, yeah, 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 yeah. Eventually yeah. we gonna be down there. I've, I've been I'm like with, with the whole COVID and everything happening. Um, we we actually had plans during like 2019. Uh, well, 2020, excuse me. And then everything, I like kind of just ruffled up everybody's feathers. So right yeah. now, um, where we're going to be at, as of right now, we're going to be at Barrel and Flow. That's going to be, uh, that is a black, like all black brewers beer festival. Wow. So any black brewer you ever heard of, nine times out of 10, they're going to be in Pittsburgh. Um, I don't know. I can look up the date right now so I can tell you the exact date. It's going to be in August. I do know that. Um, hold on. And uh, like, that's where I'll be pouring at. As of right now, that's on the calendar. Now, where where else throughout the year? I I, I can't tell you. I don't know yet. They, okay. they, ain't, they, ain't, send me the, they ain't send me everything yet. Um, we are going to be at Barrel Flow. Why don't I have it up? I apologize. No, you're good, you good man. <clears throat> But while you're looking for it, exactly like okay, when, when did y'all get when did y'all get started on this? Like how how soon? How early? Where were y'all at when y'all got it? When y'all first started? Yeah, what's the story behind it? Man, we first started. Technically, we first started where everybody like in the world kind of like knew what we was doing. Two thousand twenty, literally, the ball dropped at twelve o'clock. At twelve o one, I launched the website. Um, that was 2014. Uh, when I started brewing, that was 2014. Okay. okay. And that was down Damn. in Charlotte. So we How started. How did you get into it? Man, I've been a beer drinker. These these, these brothers right here can tell you I've been a beer drinker. <laughs> beer connoisseur. <laughs> uh, I technically got into craft beer well before I was supposed to start drinking. Uh, mm. <laughs> um, understood. Understood. <laughs> but our beer has always been like a big 
big thing for me. And then as I was growing up, when I would go to like different uh, like craft shops in Charlotte, like cause what Charlotte got going on right now was not the Charlotte that we that we knew when we was in college. Yeah. So right, right, the, the beer scene was not as crazy as it is now. Um, mm -hmm. But I would go to all the little craft brew spots and I will always see us there. You know, the one thing about craft beer, you, you're going to see, especially down in Houston, you're going to see it. You're going to see our culture, mm -hmm. you're going to hear our music, but you're not going to see us. Yeah. Wow. And, and that's a problem. You see what I'm saying? Like, no matter where you go, throughout the country, it's, only, it's less than 1% Black-owned breweries. And out mm -hmm. of that less than 1%, it's even smaller when it comes to Black-owned breweries who have brick and mortars. Now we can Dang. get into why that's why that's the case. Of course, it's funding is, is the number one issue. Um, it's not the fact that black people don't drink beer because that's a proven myth. Like we we right. we like anything else right. in this country, we we are the driving force when it comes to profits, no matter what it is. Mm -hmm. Wow, beer beer is is there, you know. But when you're looking, when you're going to like the underground rap shows, things of that nature. You see people with the Henny and the Duce, but you see beer. And we have to understand, understand how to uh, get that off the ground. So how I got into it, when I started looking into it, I wanted to find out about Black-owned brewers. And then I couldn't find it. I, I found one, and his name was Theodore Mack. And this is back in the, the, the 50s, like early 50s, late 40s. He was in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. So he was the first black owned brewery in, well, People's Brewery was the name. And he owned the first black owned brewery in Oshkosh, Wisconsin back in then. In Wisconsin, bro? Right. Oshkosh. And what was his name? Oshkosh. His name was, it's crazy, right? His name was Theodore Mack, M-A-C-K. Any, uh, any relation? So once, oh, oh, once I see that, yeah. yeah, once I see that, I'm like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is it. Uh, so the story goes that he was blackballed because of course you're out there in Wisconsin oh, so you're nice. out there in the Midwest so you got uh, um, who is it you got uh, uh, who, what's the brewery now I can't think of the name um, Milwaukee's uh, the brewers with all the breweries the big names I can't even okay. think of their names right now mm -hmm. okay. but mm -hmm. he was blackballed by them so pretty much mm -hmm. the story goes if people's brewery didn't go out of business Pabst Blue Ribbon wouldn't be what it is today. Really? Wow. So it's like you know, usually how the story goes when it comes to us us being great. We always get black balls. That's crazy. That's wild. and when it comes to beer, beer. I mean, of course, everything comes back goes back to Africa. But when it's something great, it always get painted back to Egypt. Not mm -hmm. to take anything away from Egypt. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, anytime it's something great that the world has has you know pillaged off of mm -hmm. and they always trace it back to Africa because they can't erase it and then they trace yeah. it back to Egypt Yeah, but the, the, they say that it started in Egypt and it started mm. from Nile River because that was the, the richest water and that was the only place that they could actually measure when it came to the Nile River of course with the silt and everything else that goes on that, that runs into the river yeah. that's that's where beer comes from. So to wow. say that you know, black people don't do Damn. beer, or, you know, it doesn't come from that. That's that's a that's a hard thing. Damn, that's so, that's deep. That's deep, bro. That is deep. Mm. So okay, so so moving on a little for so you say you started around like 2014, right? Mm -hmm. How did y'all sustain through this whole pandemic thing, given that you all are a brewery company, you know what I'm saying? Like, what were y'all, what was y'all mind state like? Like, how People did that impact you? any other time. I mean, the way I look at it, uh, and, and, and most of the people on my team looks, you know, pretty much move, operate the same way mentally as I do. Uh, there's no company in the United States that, uh, that is successful without breaking the free rules. Um, yes. You're not going to sit there and tell me about all these uh, these alcohol companies that have been around for the last 100 years and blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. Well, what did y'all do mm -hmm. during, the, during Prohibition? Right. We ain't going to talk about it. <laughs> you, know yeah. uh, you know, so the, re the how we looked at the whole pandemic was we was already operating online. 
So when everybody else was trying to figure out how to shift their their uh, their customers and everything to an online base, we were already doing that. Dang. So it wasn't it wasn't you know I know in Philly and Pennsylvania when it first started happening they shut down a liquor store and the, in right. Philly in right. Pennsylvania just like North Carolina as if the liquor stores are controlled by you know pretty much the government. The government. So if they if they say they shutting down a liquor store, the only place you can get you can't get liquor nowhere else, and then the mm. restaurants already shut down. So then you got the next best thing. You got the supermarkets, the very few of them in my city that can sell liquor. I mean, that can sell wine and beer. So now mm-hmm. the next best thing is the beer. But yeah. once all that's gone, like, where are you going? Yeah. Right. So right. the store wow. shut down. I was online with it. So tell 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 them the name of your brewing company real quick, Dave. Let them know. Let them know. Mac Brewing Co. M A C K Brewing C O. Uh, our website is macbrewingco.com. You know, you order the sticker, mm-hmm. it comes with a free gift. A free gift. <laughs> and you, can, you, can, you can, you know, have it for yourself, or you can split it among six other people, however you want to do it. But you can get <laughs> you can get the, the sticker, and it's going to come with a free gift. That's how I got it. That's how I'm moving right now. So how does, <laughs> okay. what makes Mac Brewing & Co. stand out from any other crafty beer? So going back to when I first started, because none of my friends would go to to the to the to the breweries and stuff with me. I love IPAs. I smoke cigars. Um, you know, a lot of my friends they smoke left-handed cigarettes. They drink their Hennessy and they do they 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 cores like I don't I don't want too much to do with the Henny and all that. But I do craft beer. So once I the whole thing was create a, a brew that they would drink. And they'll tell you a lot of my friends are unadulterated <laughs> black people. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, because I'm a honey drinker and I don't like it tastes nasty. Right. <laughs> I love beer tastes I love nasty beer, because I can I can get you a beer right now and you'll swear it's wine. Mm. Okay, well then that's what I need. And that's fact. So it's 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 a uh, yeah. Beer, beer. When you say you you don't like beer, beer has so many different flavor categories mm-hmm. that it's literally it's not that you don't like beer. You haven't found the beer you like yet. Okay. And that's real. I can speak on that, man. I went to um, <laughs> I went to Jacksonville and I went to a brewery and I got a flight. I was like, let me try a bunch of different ones. I had one that tastes like cinnamon toast crunch. And that's what, what? cinnamon toast crunch, and it tasted like cinnamon toast crunch. I had some that tastes like chocolate one time. That shit was good. <laughs> yeah, we got a stout. We got a stout coming out soon. It's, it's ah. a cedar stout, um, uh, but you're gonna have to try it. You're gonna have to try it at Barrel and Flow. But mm. um, to, so to go back to a, what what separates us, like I said, none of my friends will drink with me. So the first brew that I had is our IPA. Our IPA is ten percent, but it's a very smooth ten percent. And pretty much uh, other other breweries will start and they'll start going to homebrew shops. I mean, homebrew uh, competitions and things of that nature. I didn't go that route. I went mm-hmm. with my people. If my friends who I know, I have given multiple different types of beers and they have done everything but spit it out. <laughs> because they didn't like it. If I can get these people to convert, yeah. I'm going to market. And that's Yo, what I did. Yeah, that's a good strategy, so, bro. You got to start small, man. When it comes to business, when it comes to anything that you want to do, um, we have to treat it like anything else in life. You know, when it comes to college, you know, everybody has a different learning style. Uh, when it comes to uh, how they play sports, everybody has a different style. And when it comes to business, we, that's the one thing that we don't we don't see a difference in. If you got you got to make the business plan, you got to do the business plan, you got to follow it this way, and that's how you're going to be successful. That doesn't work for everybody else, and that doesn't work for everybody's business. Yeah. So um, you have to find ways that's going to motivate you to right. keep you going because this this entrepreneur, everything that they talk about when it comes to being an entrepreneur, it, it, it's, it's somewhat right what they're saying online, but nobody talks about the times that you don't want to do The trials. Yeah. The times yeah. that you know, you no. feel like you, you you just going nowhere and yeah. nobody's paying attention. Like, right. you still have to keep going because you're, believe it or not, someone is watching you. And someone yeah. is getting some batteries in their back because they're watching your story. 
So mm-hmm. just keep going. Don't don't fuck what everybody else talking about. Fuck yeah. fuck with fuck how they moving. Fuck their business strategy. That's not yours. And we gotta stop thinking that everything is going to. Oh, I started last year. I was supposed yeah. to be booming. It's, it's been two yeah. years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. We, yep, we all been through it. Yep. Yeah. That is real. <laughs> Man. That is real. It, that 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 role be yo. Know, it especially when you got year, years on the back. Man, so so you've been doing this for so so man, you've been doing this for about this is like nine, ten years almost, almost two, uh, uh, unofficially yeah. That's and a dog. Like, that's a website. We been talking about two years. That's so. a yeah. Yo, congratulations, bro. Congratulations, yeah, bro. You you stuck you sticking that thing out doing that yeah, thing, bro. Yeah, I seen your interview see. too. I was like, look at this mug. <laughs> Turn it on, you know, look like boy got education. I was there. I don't know. I, 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 I witnessed it firsthand. I was there. <laughs> you gotta let them know, bro. Like they don't even know, man. You gotta you you go through so many, so many like mental blockage, man. Mm-hmm. And and it's so things that we have to do to free ourselves. I think like the, the first thing I did, believe it or not, is grow my hair up. Word. 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 Because it's always like even even working, I was an admissions counselor, bro. Even yeah. working in higher ed, the way that our own people look at you when you're doing something that is as simple as just growing my hair. Yeah, you know, it's 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 a thing now. Like now, everybody's doing. It. Every it's, mm-hmm. it's a it's a thing. But before, it's like it wasn't gotta, always accepted. Yeah, that that was like my freedom. That was like the the mm-hmm. uh, the thing I did to let the world know I don't give a fuck. No Exactly. Yeah, I'm not. If you don't feel comfortable, oh the fuck well. That's I'm facts. That's facts. Yeah, that's kind of some of the reason why I grew my locks, but that that's real. So like, okay, when it comes down, because you know, you, you talk about being an entrepreneur and how we got to find ways to motivate ourselves and stuff. What are some of the type of type of strategies that you go through when it comes when you get to that point where you like, dog, like. I don't like, you know, I'm at, I'm at, I was at my dollar. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to make a decision, the dollar or the sandwich. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. where I'm going to put, where I'm going to invest this dollar into. Like, how, how do you, how do you take yourself out of that emotional depression? You know what I'm saying? You know how you get when you like at your wits end with this shit. Like, yo, this shit, I've been doing this for how long and this shit still ain't where I need, wanted to be, you know? Mm. Um, it's a it's a few things I do. The first thing I do, I I separate myself from people. Mm. Um, I just take some time to you know, and, and don't all separation not good. You know, you can't just be by yourself. You can't isolate forever. That's not that's not good either. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I try to get off social media. The first thing that I do is log off of social media. Um, if people follow me on my personal page, it's been a few times I've just put a post up. I'll be back when I'm back. I don't know what I'm talking about. That's real. I'll be back. That's a Virgo thing, too, though, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back. And, 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 and to keep it a be like, it don't got to be nothing really going on. Nothing happened. It's just, I feel it coming. I need to be by myself because social media, man, like watching Instagram, everybody will post the story mm-hmm. of the success. Yeah. Nobody puts the role that they yeah. took, yeah. like the ups and the downs, yeah. and the poodles and poodle nights. Yeah. Nobody no. put that. We just it's always, heard that. it's always a finishing line. It's never. Yeah, Y'all it's, heard it's, he it's said oodles and noodles nights. Yeah, <laughs> it's still oodles. It was a time when oodles and noodles was too high. Bro, like, <laughs> that's we, real. We going back, we going, we and we going talking about post college, bro. <laughs> post college. And I told you, I told you, I started brewing in 2014. The wow. idea came about in a, at late 2012, 2013. Oh, okay, I couldn't afford the home brew set to get it. And then when I got like my first real job out of college, I was a recruiter. So I was traveling a lot. So I wasn't hip to mm-hmm. uh, all the points you get from the hotels to the, to the airlines. So yeah. my first brew, my first brewing kit K 
came from my hotel points, my Marriott points. Damn. I had, I had so many, if people don't know, I'm, I'm going to put you on the game because you, if you traveling and doing whatever, you need to sign up for them for them points. So if Marriott mm-hmm. like, signed up for yeah. such and such, you sign up for these yeah. points. I got Whenever you yeah. get them, you, mm-hmm. you just accumulate them. If you fly with Delta, I don't care if mm-hmm. you never fly with any any company. You make an account with all of them, put them in your little password keeper, and you collect those points. Yeah. And for a while, that's how I was buying people Christmas presents. When I was Man. when I was still giving them Christmas presents, I would use my points. So it came from my um, my points. That was my first time ever. That, that's when I first got my first brewing equipment. Mm-hmm. But like to you. I know I'm jumping around. I no, you you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good, bro. You got but it. You to, got uh, it. To, to, to get myself back on point, um, what I'm learning, and I'm learning this right now, is you have to be selfish. Uh, and selfish being not like, oh, you know, self-care. I'm going to go by myself. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about it's times that you're supposed to, you know, you know what? I need to edit this video or I need to come up with a recipe for the brew. But you know what? My son want me to play with him real quick or let me watch him real quick. So surely can go do this. And, do, and you're trying to be the, 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 the person that you that that backbone for your folks. But sometimes you got to say no. Mm. And. Some That's people fast. may take it as you being an asshole, and it's not about you being an asshole. It's the fact that because once, once I sell out a brew, which I'm about to do in probably the next day, once I sell hey. out a brew, once I, I I don't have enough beer to go to this festival or you know to sell this keg to somebody else, then it's on me because my negligence, I wasn't able to produce the product that I said I could produce. But it all boils down to the to the preparation that I did and the time that I could have put to it. But I mm-hmm. said, you know what? Let me, let me go play catch. Let me go do that. You still got time to do that. You yeah, say yeah. no one time is not, you know, the end all be all to the world. Yeah, right. Hey, bro, right, right, I, got right. something I need to do, you yeah. know, and you got to be selfish with your time and you got to, you know, find time to one yourself and make a list every day, make a list. And before you go to sleep, get into a habit of making a, a list of what you want to uh, uh, complete the following day. Yeah. Mm. That's good. So that way you can have some type of direction. You're not going to do everything on the list. You're not even going to do it in order on the list, mm. but at least you have some type of navigation on what you need to do for the day. So that way you can keep yourself from ever falling into the slump of the depression or I, I don't even call it depression. It's just the anxiety. You don't know what is it. Mm. Depression is uh, thinking of the past, and anxiety is is th- is predicting the future. Yes, so it's like the anxiety of where you want to be. That's how you keep that down because you have to have some type of plan on how to move. So that way you have tangible evidence. I've I've, I've done this today. I've done this today. I've done that today. Mm. And then life is still going to happen. Yeah. So everything in this may not get hit, but you also know everything you did because you're you're trying to account for the list. I hope that answered your question. Yo, Man, you answered. That's you, deep. Yo, you gave them some real shit, bro. It's a lot of it's a lot of folks out there who listen to us who are entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. and we all go through it, man. We all go through it. I don't care what I don't care what level you are at. I yeah. feel like no matter what level you at as an entrepreneur, you go through it because at any point in time. The, the floor could drop You know what I'm mm. saying Like something could happen And the floor could literally drop And you gotta be prepared And have things set up in your mind You gotta think A part of a, Being an entrepreneur Is like being a hustler It's like being a drug dealer bro Like you gotta think on your feet You know what I'm saying It's like being the drug lord Like you tell people what to do How to do it What they do it If they don't do it Then you gotta meet up with them Then you gotta mm. confront them And you gotta go You know what I'm saying You gotta handle business accordingly so it's at any same, point in time, it's just a different product. Yeah, that's that's yeah. real. This, this right. is drug dealing. Mm-hmm. Every corporation is a drug dealer, bro. They either selling <laughs> you yeah. poison or they selling you hope. That's it. Uh, yeah. it, it ain't nothing. It ain't nothing else. Marketing is the 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 art of trying to convince you you need mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it does something good for your life. 
hopefully it doesn't have you in the, in the alleyway somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> that's real. That, that's, that, that is real. That's, yeah. that's yeah. the deal, bro. Yeah. Like that's, that's all. Yeah. That's all we do. And then as far as you know, me being in in the the, the spirit world, um, I'm, I'm just trying to teach people how to drink. You know, my yeah. main goal for once I get a brick and mortar. It's about teaching people how to drink because I'm pretty sure everyone on this live right now, you know, what happens when you turn 21? You try to uh-huh. take 21 shots. Depending <laughs> who you are, at, at, at 10, maybe sometimes you might even go to 11. Yeah, or you uh-huh. might have did the whole 21. You don't remember past six, but you you did that way, mm-hmm. and then you try to figure it out from there. Maybe you grew up in a family who did drink. What did they, I know what mine You have a preferred light liquor A preferred mm-hmm. dark And a preferred beer Not because you drink all of these things all the time Just to have some type of structure So you don't have to worry about the peer pressure Somebody handy will drink yeah, Somebody yeah, doing yeah. this Oh no I don't drink that You mm-hmm. see what yeah. I'm saying Yeah yeah. So at the end of the day our, I make high gravity beers High gravity meaning high ABV So okay. my beers are I have a 10% IPA I have a 14% lemongrass and honey ale, and I have a limited edition um, 19.6% barley wine. So, so all, all my this is the percentage of alcohol. I was about <laughs> yes. to say, can you break that down for the yeah, because, I, yeah. because when I buy wine, when I buy wine, if it is not at least 13, I don't want it. <laughs> so you're buying you're buying wine that's 13%. I got a beer that's 14. Okay. Oh, I got Wait, a, I got, guys, a, I got funny, another one that's nineteen point six. Before you break it down, I never knew. So when I was younger, I never knew beer got you drunk. My uncle would be so drunk in the morning. I'm like, how's he drunk? I'm like beer in my mind. I'm like beer don't get you drunk. And as I got older, I was like, beer really gets you drunk. That's all you <laughs> that drink. That shit will get you. I so have up. a six pack and he's stumbling in the morning. I'm like, bro. So now Dang. I know that beer really gets you drunk. I well, didn't my, realize my, that either. That that shit, it, it got me. Because a few years ago, I'm not going to mention the name of the beer because it's irrelevant compared to what we got right here. You know, come on now. But it was it was a black. You know how people have, you know, the different types and have a black version? But it was a black version. And I had two of those beers. And when I tell you I was fucked up, and I was like, damn, it's just beer. And I didn't even realize. And I'm like, damn, I'm fucked up. I'm fucked up off this damn beer. And, yeah, I never realized. Yeah, like it is wild as hell. And I was like, it's only been two damn beers. It's just beer. I'm well, like, listen, that shit wild. That 10%, that IPA that I make, that, if you can have two of them, you're going to be all right. Now, me, I'm going to drink two. I'm going to be groovy, but it's 10%. So if you knock off a six pack, you know, I hope you're sitting still. <laughs> you know, it's. it's and you know, it's, it's I make it that strong because I want you to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I want you to you know, take your time. And what people don't know when it comes to beer, typically uh, now everybody's doing like these sixteen ounce cans. So when it comes yeah. to sixteen ounce cans, a pint of beer that's actually made to be shared. That's not. That's wow. why when you're seeing a four pack and they want eighteen to twenty dollars for, technically that's still a six pack because you're splitting it with another person mm. beer is made to be shared you know what i'm saying beer is a communal thing so mm-hmm. you I, I want you to be able to sip slow smoke your cigar or your left-handed cigarette whatever you indulge yourself into and enjoy the beer and, Bro, i and, can't and, wait to yeah make, i can't wait to taste it you you make it sound so good i can't wait to get you <laughs> I'm just now, sitting here like, damn, I want a beer. Y'all send the address, I'll send it to you, man. Uh, uh, I, y'all send me the address, no. I'll send everybody some beer. So, for, for people that don't know, what what is an IPA? What, Indian what Pale Ale. Indian Pale Ale? Uh, Indian Pale Ale. So, what happens is, um, by definition... It's it's a hop beer, so hops will have you know depending on what style of hops you use, mm-hmm. it'll have it's going to have some type of bitterness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until people started doing West Coast IPAs that uh, Americans have came up and said this is what a West Coast IPA they call it day. So it's going to be real hoppy, 
It's gonna mm-hmm. have a very, very, very bitter taste to it. And for non like IPA drinkers, if that's the first thing they taste, it's gonna turn them off. Yeah. So when it comes to mine, you don't you don't get the hops on the front end, you get it more on the down on the downside on the on the back end. That's that and weedy that's taste, how, right? Where it tastes real weedy and shit. Like I guess you could describe it as weedy. Yeah. I, I guess that's a that's a good definition for people who may not who may not know because hops are the cousin of, of the cannabinoid. So uh, you know, yeah, yeah, okay, it, okay. It, it gets there. That's that's why my that's why my my beer goes so well with the, with the left-handed cigarettes. Kind of like <laughs> the, you know, it goes well. If yeah. you if you if you awake and bake type of person, you uh, probably want one of my brews. Oh wow! Okay, okay, okay. all right. Yeah, that's pretty dope. It's pretty good dope. Beer knowledge for yeah. us people. So one question well, yeah. I do want to ask you. So pretty much ten years from now, right? Where do you see yourself? This is a two-part question. So where do you see yourself? Then where do you see your business? I want you to differentiate the two. Ten years from now. Um, 10 years from now, hopefully I should have a brick and mortar location, um, like a, like a, a storefront. And I also want a commercial, uh, brewing facility so that way I could bring other brewers in so they can have somewhere to contract brew out. Um, and hopefully in 10 years or so, hopefully, uh, personally, Mm -hmm. Traveling around, spreading the gospel of this good, good beer. <laughs> business wise, putting business in that missionary wise. work <laughs> for the company. I hope to. Um, I think everybody wants to expand and go like state to state, and that's that's all well and good. Uh, but for me personally, um, and probably watch, watch everybody gonna try to do this now when I say uh, I want to. I want to focus on getting on the planes, the biggest airlines, the biggest cruise ships. Right. Uh, and I think that's the easiest way for me. When I when I think about it, when you're traveling, um, people are starting to travel. If you don't back up from that TV, cuz. <laughs> yes. Daddy Dave. <laughs> yes. I don't have anything with me, but you got to go over there. Excuse me, I apologize. Um, All right, man. My man was sitting like... In front of the TV. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's the easiest way for beer to get state to state because now that people are traveling more after the pandemic, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people are taking, you know, oh let me let me buy this. I want something to drink. Or you know, if you get that that Delta comfort seat, you know, you get complimentary drinks anyway. So you go and yeah. try it. And I think that's the easiest way to try when people are going to new places they're going to see something that they never had before they're going to try and get to their destination they're going to look for it because i had it on the plane so y'all gotta have it here somewhere right and i went for that route that's smart that is a smart strategy right there damn the scalability is just crazy with that you know like god yeah damn yo Mm -hmm. Mm. hey did I answer the first one already? Yeah, I answered the first one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, so we got a little something. We're gonna we're gonna come back, Dave. Well, we, we want to hit it. We wanted to hit this topic real quick, man. We want to see what you kind of think about it. I'm gonna share my screen with y'all, and uh, I'm gonna get this thing ready for us. Oh shit! Oh, everybody yeah. see it? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> y'all ready? I'm gonna let me know if y'all can hear it. She says, I got a good job. I make very, very good money. And she says, the only thing I need now is a man. <laughs> it's like, yo, <laughs> like, who wants you? Who wants you? You're right. right. Like, once you have achieved these things, you have unfortunately disqualified yourself. Ooh, and, and, shit. and what it is, is these, because I, and this is the thing. I'm not blaming the, the women. women are gonna hate him for that shit. No. <laughs> they are gonna hate him for that shit. I can't wait to put this shit out. So that's pretty much the basis of the conversation that those guys was having. So what's the what's the headline? What's read the headline for? 
man says high earning women are less attractive who wants you after you achieve these things oh who wants you after you achieve these things quote and end quote who wants you after you achieve these things okay right. so oh man so who wants to open up on that <laughs> man says high earning women are less attractive quote who wants you after you achieve these things end quote you know what I feel like I have a lot to say actually one if you don't have these things and you get with a guy who's earning a lot and he has his uh finances in order and he has everything in order now you're a gold digger so they don't want you now because you don't have nothing because you're a gold digger but then once you get all of these things now you're less attractive and i feel like these guys that are saying this they don't want women they want Ooh. men. Ooh. <laughs> Damn. Because they have no problems getting with a su- successful man. They don't have no problem with getting with another man that got this stuff together, but when it's a woman, it's a problem. Damn. Oh, so, man, I didn't think of it like that. that. Wow. I don't want to interrupt you. Are you, are you done? I want to piggyback off that. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Go ahead, Dave. Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> Listen. You got. You have to be a weak-minded motherfucker. I think that at the end of the day, I want somebody to understand my struggle when it comes to uh, uh, like being an entrepreneur. I don't even like to use the word entrepreneur, bro. I just, I just like business and I want to make money mm-hmm. and I want to do it without hurting nobody. <laughs> so you tell it, it's, it. That's stupid, bro. Like you're weak. And, mm-hmm. and I say that this week because you want to control something. Mm, and, right. and, this, and I think this goes back to the ideology, you know, no disrespect to the, to the, to the law enforcement, the black law enforcement folks. You know, half of the time when people get that position of power, they let it run to their head. So mm-hmm. now a motherfucker finally got a bag and now all mm-hmm. of a sudden he, he, he believes he's supposed to call the shots. So now it's like, I only want this woman. I only want this. I only want that. You wasn't you wasn't bagging none of these bad jobs when, when before you got the bread, bro. Your mouthpiece wasn't there. Now right. you got the bag. You still can't dress. You still lame as hell. But you want you want to be able to tell a woman, you know how she needs to be. But if she getting the same amount as you, now you intimidated because you you have yep. nothing else to offer. Yeah, right. if the money is matched. You have no, you you can't bring anything else to the table mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, I'm not saying you know. At the end of the day, a woman still wants someone. I'm not gonna say she wants to the leader. I don't want to. I don't want to get you know put my foot in my mouth. I ain't saying she she can't lead herself. <laughs> at the end of the day, no, she and needs the, she needs somebody that can lead. No, that's true. You can say that. I cannot. Once she's looking for that, and once she, she she sees that you you meet her check marks, even if you ain't got the bread, she already got yeah. the check mark. Once you take her out for the first time, yeah. she gonna she gonna know from Rick. If mm-hmm. I'm gonna see this motherfucker again, mm-hmm. you know, all right, I might I might let it, I might let him smell it a little bit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You got <laughs> see. She already got the uh-huh. so now if you if you ain't now you got the money. If she got the money, you got nothing else to offer, bro. That's what you just told me. That's what I just heard. Right. You right. got money, she got money. Now you have nothing to hold over her. And that's the problem with a lot of men. They want to hold something over women instead mm-hmm. of, you know, I want to part. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? That's what I want. I want to part. Mm-hmm. I want to be able, hey, when I come home, hey, bro, I'm thinking about doing this, this, and this. I want somebody to be able to tell me, nah, that's stupid. I mean, maybe not tell me it's stupid, but no, nah, I don't think that's, <laughs> that's going to work. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe you should look at it this way. Maybe you should yeah. look at it that way. Yeah. That's how we got to get back to it, bro. And it, and it may sound old as hell. We got to get nah. back to the kitchen table, bro. No, you're right. We got to sit that's we real. get back down to, yeah, that's to real. eating and, and, and having conversations because yeah. this is when those conversations will pop up. But I ain't going to hold y'all up. I want to hear what everybody else say. That nigga, <laughs> he's a bitch. He's a bitch for that. Yo, my, yeah. my, my, Yo, my I, take... Damn, I, I'm, 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 can, can I go? Can I go, brother? Can I speak? I was going to let Charlotte go, but okay, go ahead. Uh, uh, go ahead, Charlotte. So we could do girl, boy, girl, go boy. Ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, Charlotte. Go ahead. Um, he was weak, personally. Um, 
like like Mac Mac, right? I just call you Mac and Brew. That's it. <laughs> um, like he said. <laughs> I honestly feel like men who um, say things like that as far as, oh, she got this now, she don't, why she's not attractive is because a lot of men don't have the intellect. All you got is money. So, mm-hmm. of course, I'm not attracted to you because I got my own money. So, I'm not, like, you really have to be able to lead. There are women who still want to be submissive and all that stuff, but if you're not a leader within yourself, yeah. how am I follow you? Like, I, I can't. So I just think his he's just intimidated and he don't got nothing else to himself but probably a good paying job and that's it. <laughs> I was gonna say kind of the same thing. I was literally gonna say almost the same thing as you, Shawty. I felt like I felt like honestly all of it was a bunch of bullshit. To be totally honest, I think it was just a bunch of bullshit that they probably don't even really live by. I felt like that could have been a little bit of clickbait trying to look for ratings and shit like that. Because no, but like, it's men like that though. I mean, real. yeah, it is men like that, but I, I don't know. I was just looking at everything. I was looking at the whole aspect. I was chopping that video up into pieces and really dissecting that shit. Cause it's like, like what you said. I mean, if 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 a motherfucker can't bring nothing else to the table, of course he's gonna be insecure about all of that shit. So he's gonna try to find somebody that's a little beneath him. That's, that's how I feel like. If you ain't got nothing you can bring to the table, why would I bring somebody that matches or supersedes what I can bring? You feel what I'm saying? I'm going to find somebody a little under you. That's why I think, like, that that logic right there, that whole conversation, that that shit is fucked up. And it, it is, it's a double-edged sword, just like you said, Golden. It's like, if a girl don't do that, then it's a problem. But if she does do that, it's a problem. So where the fuck do you... Where, where is the, the middle ground with all that shit? You feel what I'm saying? Me, personally, I don't mind, okay? Because I know what I bring to the table. You got to match that energy with something. And my thing is, both of y'all can match money to the to the, to the the conversation, so what else can you bring? You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Damn, mm-hmm. The, the, the tangibles. I want to see your non-tangible. I want to see the stuff I can't see. You feel what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck about the money. Fuck that shit. Because money comes and money goes. So what happens when it goes? Where where we at? You feel what I'm saying? <clears throat> so, I mean, that's that's shot there. I felt like it was a bunch of fucked up bullshit. That them motherfuckers, them, I know there's dudes out there like that, but I don't think them motherfuckers even live by that shit. And from what you saw in the video, half of them niggas wasn't agreeing with them. They were just like, yeah, these, these girls gonna eat your ass up. They didn't give their opinion. It was just them. I, I, okay. I'm agreeing to every one of y'all. I agree with y'all saying that. And we we didn't hear the whole entire uh, thing, whatever. That part was a little offensive because it does make it. It's like you, you speaking on behalf of men, bro, and you saying this wild shit right now. Like real men don't don't think like like real. Okay, I won't say real. Strong men don't think like that. You know what I'm saying? That's just out 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 of out of order. But <clears throat> I can kind of understand where he coming from too, though. Because now you got to think of it on the other spectrum and stuff. A lot of times you find women who are in these positions where they have all these gains and all these perfect achievements and stuff like that. So now as a man, you feel like you got to, if you're not there, if I'm back here and you up here, now you feel like you got to run extra hard just to catch her. You know what I'm saying? So now you got to, match her achievement you psychologically this might not be true but psychologically in your mind you're like man i gotta match her achievements i ain't on her level i can't even holler at her you know what i'm saying because but that's your insecurity but it's not always like that because for some women they're so powerful that they won't let a man be a man in their life you know what i'm saying and you as a man might have dealt with a woman like that in your past you know what i'm saying where you like strong women <clears throat> or you have like strong women but they always Hold it over your head. Okay, you're not here. You're not here. You can't do shit without me. I'm the one who made you. I'm the one who did this. I'm one. I'm. I'm the one who put you on. Did it. Did it. Did it. You know what I'm saying? That happens a lot. You know what I'm saying? So it's like at, at a certain point, a man. At a certain point, a man. Some men feel like, well, you know what I'm saying? You've achieved everything. What I'm trying to bring, what I can bring, but it's still not enough for you. Like so. 
you know, and then you start finding more uh, another woman like that. Another, and you just keep running into the same pattern. And it's just like he might be one of those brothers who ran into that pattern. Like, yo, these women they got too much. They don't need a man because now they have toys to fulfill that sex role. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They got is bigger than a, than a um than financial. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like we gotta we gotta stop getting into the whole like oh. She don't. I, I I ain't got the money that she got. Everybody needs. Right. Everybody needs. It's a yin and yang to everything, and everything mm-hmm. is not financial. She yeah, might friends. have everything under the sun financial. She might have the go yard bags and everything. Mm-hmm. But, but I need spiritual. To, when it comes down to building, you know, lastful relationships between exactly. friends and, and being able to see if somebody's using her, she may not have that. Yeah. That's something right. that you might bring to the right. table for her, not to yeah. pick and choose her friends. But to yeah. be able to bring something to the forefront that she can be like, you know what, I I, I never looked at things that way, yeah. and vice versa for the man's side, you know that when it comes down to oh a person has too much or a person does this, are we going back to this social media shit, bro? Because I don't care if she listen, I don't care if she drive a Benz, Bentley, or whatever. If I sit down and I talk to her, I can bag her. You got it, <laughs> and that's how, and, that, and that's not. That's not being overconfident, that's uh, me being, I know I'm interesting enough mm-hmm. to be able to have a conversation with a person mm-hmm. and, and intrigue them intellectually, have yeah. a laugh or two, and still be able to learn something from each other. I, do I got the you money? Hell no. <laughs> I feel like I feel like this issue is more of uh of a black culture thing too, because mm-hmm. in other cultures the man can be a stay-at-home dad and don't work nowhere and the woman can be earning more. And I've seen that a lot. Yeah. As Charday as would say, the pink people do it all the time and it's not a problem. They do. <laughs> yeah, but they don't, the, the pink people don't got no friends and cousins named Charday. And you're going to sit there and say, oh, that nigga's a bitch. <laughs> that, that, is, that is true. Right. Right. Talk, talk them all under the rug. Come home and he's talk, sitting there making mm-hmm. Right. Talk <laughs> them all under the rug. But it, it it does come from, I think it does come from a lot of brothers and women not knowing their skill sets and like what their abilities are and what they truly have to offer. So if you don't understand yourself as a person or a being, of having some type of ability then when it comes to like somebody who has all these achievements you like well what can i do like i don't i want to be in your life but i don't know yeah. what to do and you can't tell me so you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so great i think that is true like you said you have to know who you are and stand true to who you are because you know what you're saying he might have had some women like that women naturally i mean some women they can't be a very bit much masculine. I was there. I was yeah. definitely there like, you can't tell me nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but now I'm different. But that's because I've been allowed to be soft. A lot of black women, we weren't allowed to be soft. You know, we taking care of the house. We taking care to get, you know, there was no men in the house. We ain't have fathers or what. So then you got to get somebody that is willing to be that masculine energy where I can go back to my femininity. Mm. So... You gotta look at that too. I've had some very strong women in my life, and uh, you know, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. Some of them—that's some of the best sex I ever had in my life. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's, it's like that bro, boy crazy. <laughs> hey, I can only be real. I can only speak about my situations. Uh-huh. And once yeah. you, once you really, once you get to know that person. For real, for yeah. real. And it, it's, it's on both sides. It has to be a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It has to be a, a common ground for learning each other. Like um, compatibility, you know, like almost. Said, so, so you can, so you can be, so you can be softer. So he can open up and he can let you know what he brings to the table. And it's not, and, and we got to stop getting out of this whole, oh, they didn't tell me this. Or they, they didn't yeah. tell me what they bring to yeah. the table. That's what the yeah. conversations is and for you to decipher these things. And you have to be able to pick up on what they saying and how they land it down. Ain't nobody. She not gonna tell you where her spots is. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. every chick didn't come and come to your life and say, yeah, you know. So when we get upstairs, you know, I want you to do this, this, and this, because <laughs> this is what I like. And then uh, I want you to. 
got to you got to yeah. learn these things. Yeah. The yeah. way you want to learn that person physically, you got to learn them mentally. And you have exactly. to learn you have to learn exactly what they're bringing to the table and you have to, and without them telling you. Mm-hmm. And you know, we can sit here and say, "Oh, men not good at that." Yes, they are. Cuz I'm walking to a room and I'm I'm a, I'm going to be able to tell you at least give you a brief synopsis on, okay. No, I don't like how he's standing over there. That's the little. <laughs> and I'm gonna look at women the same way. Yeah, yeah. That's real. Oh, hey, I'm getting a rash for cookies. Y'all can't see. <laughs> <laughs> he, he 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 tries his hardest to stay off the camera, so it looks like I'm talking for myself. <laughs> yeah man but they we do appreciate you man coming on the show and uh showing us some love so that we can show you some love and put your stuff out there right back bro you know yeah. we try to do the best that we can by people <clears throat> but hey, um i'm happy to be here hey. <laughs> <laughs> and talk about but shit you- i ain't gotta be butt up uh-huh uh-huh oh, i feel it though uh, 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 speaking the king's English. Uh, <laughs> before, before the before the people, one more time, like let everybody know who you are, what, what your business is, where it's where it resides, where you can find it, how they can get to you, and all of that. Mac Brewing Co. M A C K Brewing C O on all social media: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we are a brewing company based out of Philadelphia. We are the third. We are one of three in the state of Pennsylvania. And our website is Mac Brewing Co. M-A-C-K Brewing com. And you can order merch, stickers that come with free gifts. And uh, <laughs> typically, if you keep up with us on Twitter, well, mostly Instagram and Twitter, then you'll know exactly where we'll be pouring up at. Um, where we'll be having like different events and this summer we are doing a Juneteenth event that you guys should come out to mm-hmm. and um, this mm. is going to be our second annual the first one you know we just it was kind of just a you know a celebration of the first the first time Juneteenth was a national holiday mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah. so now we're doing it every year so I felt like you know we need to do it uh, every year so we're doing it this time we're going to do it a little bigger we're going to have three different uh, we're going to have two different uh, uh, brewers there as well um, all black owned so yeah come 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 kick it with us in Philly man oh shit <laughs> that sounds like a plan bro what you think come Kurt? on up man I ain't seen y'all in a minute y'all got yeah. y'all got to come through yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah we do got to come through man I got to get some got to get some money to make it up there too <laughs> <laughs> we'll be up there brother hey we going we going to find a way we going to yeah. find a way man most definitely without a damn doubt man man this was a good episode like we always say man this was produced by Livewire Sound Entertainment this is your boy Comedic Energy your girl Golden. Third A. Your boy Craig Hey, man. Oh, I, right, right. I hope to see y'all uh, on Juneteenth or whenever, whenever we can link up, man. I definitely got to get that from Houston. Um, you know, we got big plans that we probably should be able to collab on. Yeah, we get for having yeah. me. I, I'm, I'm yeah. honored. I keep up with y'all. I can see what y'all got going on, man. Keep, keep grinding, keep moving. Thank Appreciate you, very it, man. This show is produced by Livewire Sound and Entertainment. If you're looking to rent premium sound equipment for your next concert or podcast at a low price, go to www.livewiresoundent.com.